want to give thanks to one of our sponsors, Cyto Defend. Look, at a time like this, I think that our immune system and keeping our immune system up right now is more important than ever. I can also tell you that I pay attention to the things that keep my immune system on par and healthy. So, so glad that Cyto Defend is one of our sponsors here on Cell TV. And it's a product that I use, my family uses, and hopefully you'll check it out. And by the way, you can check it out with the link right here below. If you want to try a free bottle, you can actually get a free bottle. Just pay the shipping. And I think you'll reorder after that. But check it out. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing CytoDefend product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit freeimmunity.com. Again, that's freeimmunity.com. This is an episode for so many of Dr. Pampa's audience. You all know that autoimmunity is when the body's immune system attacks itself. So if you're unsure why you still have symptoms, could it be autoimmune? From eczema to celiac, type 1 and 2 diabetes, Hashimoto's, leaky gut, lupus, IBS, all autoimmune related. In fact, autoimmunity is one of the fastest growing epidemics on the planet, and most people just live with it or spend thousands on solutions that don't help them improve or might even make them worse. Dr. Pampa, welcome today. You have always said when you get to the cause, your body can heal. And you have an amazing analogy that you call the three-legged stool. I want you to share more about that with our audience today. Yeah. So what is the three-legged stool? Let's start with the name. First of all, what does that even mean? And why is this so important? Yeah, you know, just a word on the autoimmune intro. So many people watching this, you know, like me when years and years ago, you know, they just have a bizarre symptoms, right? They're not sleeping. They know their hormones are disrupted, anxiety, brain fog, don't have energy for the day, need caffeine or yeah, whatever it is. It's like, you know, most often it's your own body causing that mischief. <laughs> it's, yeah. you know, hence the word autoimmune. But, you know, so most people, you know, they, you might look at this name and say, oh, this show's not for me. You know, it's autoimmune. No, it's because most people don't know they have it and the testing doesn't show it because it's not until you get the big thing in the test, which is 20 years down the road, then you get the diagnosis of, you know, lupus or rheumatoid arthritis. But, you know, the three-legged stool is, um, it, it is that analogy of why we have this explosion of people who have unexplainable illness or getting sick, can't get well. What's going on? How did I get here? right? And everybody, human, <laughs> human wants it to be that one thing, right? It's like, and they definitely want the cause to be that. And they want the answer to be that too, right? And I mean, you know this, right? I mean, every Tuesday we train our doctors and we have seminars and I teach a multi-therapeutic approach to this multi-therapeutic problem, right? Yeah, so it's it. like not one thing, but it's this clever way. And I, I, I always never want to take credit for it because, you know, God literally allowed me to go through certain things to discover it, but it's it's putting these things together, and we'll talk about that on the show. Um, that is the magic. It's the answer. I mean, it's how I got my life back, and you know, thousands of others. But the three-legged stool gives life to that whole concept. It gives life to the why you got sick, and it gives great explanation to how to get the heck out of this situation, the solution. So, with that said, I think most people, and that's the question you asked, what is the three-legged stool? It's the analogy, right? All the legs have to be there. And if they're not, one of the legs isn't there, 
it falls over. So meaning that there's three, if we start with cause, right? There's three main things that happen to why all of a sudden you don't feel well, can't figure it out, right? Or you get the diagnosis, whatever it is. And again, it, it could be cancer, it could be other diagnoses, but the, the fact is, is it's not one thing that everyone's looking for. It's typically three things that happen. And when that happens, boom, you know, that, that's it. So when we look at cause, we look at absolutely, you know, this perfect storm of stressors that come together, right? And it's not just one stress. Once again, it's typically three stressors that come together, whether it be physical, chemical, or emotional, or two chemical, moldy home, heavy metal toxicity, this emotional thing that happens, boom, perfect storm happens, triggers your gene of susceptibility, and all of a sudden, what the heck happened in my life, right? Sounds familiar. So when we look at the stool, I actually drew it ahead of time just so I don't have to bore everybody, but <laughs> there is my stool. Um, there was a day where I didn't draw the middle leg shorter, so you can see it was actually three-dimensional, but um, my art has gotten better. All right, so I, I mentioned, well, let me start here, actually, and that little short leg, I don't know if you can read it, but it says stress. It really should say stressors. I drew it too short, but <laughs> stressors, meaning that physical, chemical, or emotional, you know, that typically happens in, a, in three, and that's that perfect storm. Um, if you remember the movie, George Clooney, do you, did you actually see that movie? The Perfect Storm. Yes. Yeah. Long yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause it was an 80s movie. That's why mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I, but it was a great movie that really portrayed that well. I, it's a real thing, right? The three storms come together, not two. If yep. two storms merge, it's a bad storm. Right when three storms come, it's catastrophic. And, and that's exactly what happened in that movie, right? So that's what happened. But that three stressor comes together. And what happens is, is you end up, getting a gene that gets triggered and once that happens now it's tough because your body's expressing an illness now the old days we used to think okay you just had a thyroid condition because your mother did or father but it's not true those genes are triggered but what triggers them stressors physical chemical or emotional but more specifically it's the perfect storm so the gene gets triggered now when you understand genetics you can't talk about, you can't not talk about the microbiome, at least in today's science, meaning the bacteria in our gut actually interplay with our genes. So we know that when certain bacteria are in too lower number or the diversity decreases of these bacteria, now we're susceptible to getting genes turned on. So again, it's a causative factor. We know the gut today is playing a big role in autoimmune disease and all these conditions. However, I, and I'll make this argument in a little bit, the way we're approaching the gut is all wrong. It's not what you think, I'll just leave it to that. But I just want you to know this, that the, the bacteria in the gut also play into the genes. Now, I said, this is why people are getting sick, right? But it's also the, the answer. So, and I'll quickly, then I'll, I'll let you ask questions, but. The five R's is my roadmap of how we fix and detox the cell. That is really the magic for turning off bad genes. And if you look at Bruce Lipton's work and he talks about the cell membrane, which is R2, regenerating the cell membrane. And we don't have to get into all the R's specifically today, but they all mean something at the cell. It's what happens to, the, to so many people today that their membrane gets disrupted. The cell energy, which is R3 gets disrupted inflammation of the cell membranes gets disrupted. That's R4. 
methylation gets disrupted, which affects detox and genetics. That's R5. So when we look at the DNA, we can't not have a solution. The solution is this five R's that I put together some years ago. The stressors, removing them is obviously part of the solution. The biggest one that most people do wrong, incorrectly, or don't identify is the neurotoxic component. That's where cellular detox comes in. So if I just put CD for cellular detox, you know, that is um, the answer for this leg of the stool. And then the microbiome, the answer you would think might be, oh, all the gut work. I've watched all the summits on the gut and it's these bacteria and take this and do that. Well, it's not so simple. Um, you'll see that the answer is these ancient healing strategies that I teach. Changing your diet, forcing change. Most people are stuck on the same diet that worked for them. And I'll put quotes around forcing dietary change, fasting, feasting, feast, famine, cycling. And really a premise that is known in science called hormesis. And I taught my last seminar on it. But hormesis means if we add a stress to the body, the innate intelligence, and in this case, the gut, we actually can create diversity and change the microbiome. So I'm just going to put ancient healing here. And I'll just, it's too long, but we'll just put, I should have just put AH or ancient healing as abbreviation as the strategies that we use to actually change the microbiome. We specifically do detox at the cell and we approach the cell with a logic of what's broken in the cell. This is what I call a, a multi, and I'll do it this way. I can't write like that. Okay, MTA. That's the what I abbreviate to what I teach, a multi-therapeutic approach. And the approach means that you can't just take certain supplements, you can't just do things for your genetics. You can't just run fancy tests. You can't just detox with a sauna, a colonic, a foot bath, um, that 30-day cleanse, whatever it is. Wish it were so easy, not true. Oh, and you can't just take probiotics, not so easy. Most people are doing one or two of those approaches, but the fact is putting it all together in this multi-therapeutic multi approach addresses the three-legged stool of why you're getting sick, getting to the cause is the key. That's important to know because a lot of people, you know, contact us and they want to address the hair loss or the skin rash or the leaky gut. And they're like, what could I take for that? What could I, you know, what could I take to make my gut better? What could I take to make my skin clear up or make my hair grow back? And it's just, it's not just, there really is no one thing you can do. It's a multi-therapeutic. That, that's a great, I mean, that is such a great, because you, you, you every day talk to those people, right? And they do, they, they, they have that one big complaint, they want the one solution. And, and again, if it were only so you know, easy, most hair loss is hormone related. Um, yes, it could be deficiency related, but today typically not hormone related, autoimmune related most of the time. And again, without the diagnosis, just unknowing that your body's own immune system is attacking the hair follicle. Or it could be your own immune system attacking thyroid receptors, not diagnosed with Hashimoto's, which is autoimmune, but yet it is autoimmune and it's affecting the thyroid, which affects the hair or the skin, right? So typically, again, people aren't going upstream far enough, you know, to realize, oh, it's this, you know, and even with, you said that like a lot of people call in, I just want to fix my gut because there today there's this massive attention, um, even different than five years ago, right? It's the gut, it's the gut, it's the gut. 
But I think one of the big mistakes too is they're forgetting this. The brain, this is the first brain. The gut is called the second brain. And, but yet this was ignored for a long time. Now this almost has more attention. Now everyone's forgetting about this. This is ultimately what heals and runs your body every day. So when you're looking at fixing the gut, most often you will not fix the gut until you approach what's going on in the brain. Neurotoxins, they make their way to nerve tissue, the brain being the most important of all. It's your where your housed the innate intelligence in your body. That's where healing is. Everything operates from here down, you know, above, down, inside out. And that's where health comes from. The approach in medicine has always been outside in. We're, we're going to give you something. And I, I fear to say that the approach in functional medicine now is outside in. Instead of, wait a minute, the body can heal. But when the brain is poisoned, I will argue you'll never fix your gut. You won't. You won't fix your, turn off your autoimmune. You won't change your genes. And all of that is impossible until you actually get this back up on board. And most of the neurotoxins affect it, whether it be mold, whether it be uh, heavy metals, or even these infections that I talk so much about, you know, they cross the blood brain barrier, they drive inflammation and toxicity of the brain. So many people listening to this are going, why aren't I better? It's because your brain's still neurotoxic. And that's, that's a big part of my multi-therapeutic approach. Absolutely. And you can't just, you can't heal things in order that you want, right? Your body, your intelligence dictates what needs to be healed first. Sometimes it's things you don't even see. So you might not feel like you're necessarily getting results quick enough, but it could just be a lot of internal things happening before yeah. the external things, you know, get better. So yeah. no, exactly. You know, and you know, one of my phases in uh, the detox that I teach is the brain phase. And I always say we work to get to the brain phase and then it's years, not months you know, getting the neurotoxins, nerve toxins out of the brain uh, is a system you learn. And it's different for everybody. The doses, the cycle, the cycle lengths, the chelators, all of it. And, you know, and that's obviously a lot, you know, of if you've been following for, uh, me for years of, of what I teach. And most people do it wrong, unfortunately. And that's my passion. And again, I'm not saying, I, I look, the only reason I know it is because I, I've been through it. Yeah. And I can tell you in, in helping, many, many people around the world, coaching them through their challenges. I can tell you, number one, they typically, if you're someone listening that's not feeling well yet, or still or at least not lasting, right? You feel a little better, but you're still not well. You still have an upstream cause somewhere. And most likely it's in the brain. Most likely you didn't do something long enough to matter, or you didn't identify it, a stressor that's still there. So these people listening who feel like they're identifying with this, do they need a diagnosis? Do they need to take a bunch of tests to tell them that they're, this is the right approach? Or what is the first thing somebody should do you know, to, to know that this is right for them? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question because you know, I, I think that testing can be a big pitfall. Mm -hmm. um, for example, people go, okay, you mentioned heavy metals. Let me do a heavy metal test. Well, look, we both know that we've been doing this long enough, you and I both, that there's no perfect heavy metal test, meaning that most mercury is so, it goes right into the brain and the nerve tissue, and we don't see it even on a challenge test. And that's the test I do like for heavy metals, where we challenge it on the tissue and look what's in the urine. It's not a blood test, it's not a hair test, and it's not just a urine test without a chelator. However, even with a chelator challenging it out, you still don't show what's here and what's in the deep tissue. So no perfect test. So there's a pitfall there. 
With MOLD, we can do things like visual contrast tests, which is a great beginning test. Um, there's a couple blood tests you can do, but not perfect, right? I mean, that's the problem there. Infections, ah, oh, there's nothing. And then I think the other caution is everybody is running into the, uh, the expensive tests of testing the microbiome because there's so much attested, uh, so much attention there. It's really, it's not very useful at all. I wish it were, but it's not. Yeah. Um, the genetic tests test. are so like popular right now. You know, these microbiome uh, tests that they tell you what's going on and what probiotics you might need. And why are you not such a fan of those? Look, if it were so easy to fix the gut and the microbiome by probiotics, I mean, look, Ashley, you meet with more people than I do every day. How many out of 10 are taking a probiotic? Probably 10. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Especially yeah. the ones that come to us. So if that were the answer, then we wouldn't have this epidemic every year of more and more gut problems, right? Sure. It's not the answer. And yeah. again, I'm not saying it shouldn't be part of the, the, you know, your arsenal. And we have a very unique way that we teach on what to do with probiotic, but it's not the answer in itself, right? You know, it's like, so it just can't be just, you know, that. Uh, but what was the point I was, I was making before that though? Um, well, anyway, That's microbiome. Oh, the testing, the testing. Yeah. 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 So the, the testing, you know, it, it's ultimately, it hasn't gotten us anywhere. And like you said, if, if anything, people wanted the test to be like, take these bacteria yes. and take these killers because you have too many of these bacteria. We're not even clear on that because the killers, they're realizing that actually we need these guys and it's the balance of them. And we're trying to call what is out of balance and what should this be? It's, it's nowhere near. I think the only thing we really got out of the gut testing um, is the fact that uh, people that are very healthy seem to have a diverse, meaning all types of different bacteria, people unhealthy, not. That's really about it. And then the genetic testing, I think, is even more dangerous that people are doing because we wanted it to be, and I got caught up in it for a while, we wanted it to be, oh, here's how we treat this person. Yeah. And we're going to be able to you know, customize our treatments and our diets based on the genetics. It's so far, it is so far not true. Uh, you know, MTHFR, just in the last how many years, that's the famous one. Oh, uh, Everybody people right around, I'm the MTHFR, I'm MTHFR homozygous. You know, it's like, now we know just in the last few years, there's all these pathways around it. It, 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 it virtually means nothing, honestly. I mean, I, I like to give it some credit and all right, it gives us some clues if we're on a treasure hunt, right? It gives us some clues. That's about it. You know, do you really want to pay for clues, I guess, is the question. So not a fan. Uh, you know, and the reason I discuss those tests is because they're very in vogue right now, right? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, look, I, I think that there's testing has its place, you know, and I'm not saying it doesn't, right? I mean, there's a time to do it. But you know what? The best thing to answer your question now is a really good history. And, and you know that I train my docs on that, right? It's like if you're, you know, if I look at these cases that other people weren't able to help. And what I did different is I really sat down with them, or at least virtually, I should say, I don't sit down with people anymore. But and I listened to them for an hour and a half, two hours, and I, I got their story. Yep. And I listen and I, I look upstream to the actual causes, putting it together. And the history to my point is better than any test. And then at least from the history, then we can make some decisions whether maybe a test is appropriate. If it's going to change what I do, then I would say it's appropriate. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, back to when someone is like, they don't have a diagnosis, but they just know that something is off. 
they know something's wrong, they have not been diagnosed, their gut is a mess, their brain, they have brain fog, they have fatigue, their hormones might not be functioning, weight loss resistance, all of this. What should be the first thing they do, you know, at this point? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, you know, I, I think that if you're the average American person, um, hey, change your diet, Yeah. right? I mean, you could pick up my cellular healing diet book for, you know, which is some very basic things that everyone should do. Okay, start there. Now, most of our viewing audience, listening audience has already done that. Would you yeah. agree? So true. <laughs> So true. So, so not yeah. necessarily the starting place, you know, for them, um, right? So, you know, it, it is different. You know, look, um, I think that the starting place, you know, uh, looking back to when you got sick is a really good, you know, place to start, you know, and then I, I think working with a coach is critical, right? I mean, I, I think that once you get to that point, you, you, it's very difficult Absolutely. Um, to think in yourself, right? I mean, honestly, I... I always say, if I got sick again, uh, one of the things I would do different, I've answered this on interviews, right? What would one of the things you'd do different? I said, hire a coach. You know, my wife became my coach, meaning like, oh my gosh, you're making irrational decisions. You know, like you just did like, what do you, I mean, she became like my rational and that's never good, right? I mean, it's like, but, but, but the point was that she was always thinking more rational than the doctor, you know, because when it's emotional, right? When you're yeah. sick, you're emotional and you think you haven't figured out, you think you know best and you think and you think and you think. And the fact is you can't think yourself out, right? I mean, honestly, I, I think the only reason I got my life back is because God had mercy on me and he had a plan. Uh, my wife was right. You know, she had, God spoke to her, not audibly, yeah. but in her heart over and over again. You know, I'm not only going to get your husband well, but he's going to take a message to the world. You know, and that's why I'm leading him out of this. So yeah. wasn't even for me, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think a coach is is a valuable thing. I mean, obviously that's why I'm passionate right. about the training. Because you could be dealing with viruses, mold, you know, candida, all kinds of things. You yeah. just don't know what to go. You can't go after everything at once. You know, yeah. the system to how you have to approach the body. So yeah, a yeah. coach can definitely help that's with that. Yeah. yeah, and what's what's good to remember too, right? About the perfect storm is you could have even siblings, and one might be eating healthy, doing everything right, and they're the one who get that perfect storm. Maybe they're just dealing with more stressors in their life. Mm -hmm. um, the other, you know, sibling might have the same DNA, same genetics. They might not even eat as well. They might, you know, have some lifestyle habits, but they're, you know, like you use the bucket analogy a lot too. Their bucket just might not be as full. Mm -hmm. So I sometimes get clients go, why is my sister like in a much better place? And she doesn't even eat as healthy as I do. She doesn't, do all the things that I've been doing. And, you know, yeah. a lot of it is just, you know, it's that perfect storm. It's just all. Yeah. About you know, and the, the bucket theory, it's not my theory, but it's been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, in utero, we're exposed to certain toxins, right. And we're born that we start getting our good old vaccine schedules. And then maybe they let you live in a moldy house and then you have emotional traumas. And then you start accumulating more heavy metals, even on top of what you got here in utero. Right. And then one day, boom, the bucket overflows. And that's Ashley's point, right? And then what happens is the stressors accumulated and yeah. then the gene got triggered, you see? Mm -hmm. But that bucket of stress, I, I like to call it the stress bucket. Once that overflowed, then the gene gets triggered. You know, then the symptoms start. You know, And then people are down here for a while, sometimes starting with medications. And then, you know, I'm sorry, I'm getting my view here. You know, they're down here you know, chasing the symptoms with medications. And then they, 
most people to learn, okay, that's not working or they're getting more sick, right? Um, and then they go to chasing it with um, natural things. And a lot of people, probably more of our viewers are in the natural of chasing it around, you know, but, you know, again, I, to answer your question, you asked a really good question, you know, what would be the first thing that you would do? And I said, you know, get a coach, but now let, let me expand on that because what, you know, I think the three big ones, and, and those of you who watch me for a while, I, I always talk about these three. Could it be beyond these three? Yes. But the reason I get passionate about these three is, you know, 20 years coaching people, these are the three that I see that are not only just missed, but they're also mistreated. Okay, so what are the three? Obviously, if I start with my own story, heavy metals. When I went online, once I figured out that my brain was filled with heavy metals, then I started looking at the contradicting information on the internet. And by the way, it's worse today than when I was you know, doing it, right? Uh, th that was back when the internet just started. <laughs> so um, anyway, but I, it, was, it was unbelievable. Oh, I mean- yeah. you know, Even today, it, there's so much info out there that is just false. And when it comes to detox, it, bad stuff doesn't go away. It's like once, once there's a bad thought in government, it doesn't come out. Like, right, you know, low fat, low cal, right? It, it'll always be there. You'll never, ever, ever change it. I just threw my pen. Oh, here it is. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I just went like that and lost my pen. But, um, you know, it just doesn't go away. Same in natural health. The, these philosophies don't go away. Corella, right, you, you know, all these like, these detox things, it's like, they're still out there. And it's, it's hilarious to me, but, you know, if I didn't go through what I went through, I, I wouldn't have discovered where the actual truth lies. So in heavy metal toxicity, a lot of bad, crazy, crazy stuff. The products out there that, and people will say, I've done that. And it's like, and, and, and you hear it now, Ashley, right? It's like, oh, I've done that. What have you done? And it's like, oh God, it's always the same. It's always the same, right? right? People say, yeah. they, oh, I did a two month detox and I didn't get better. You know, yeah. we know yeah. that it takes a lot longer than two months typically. Absolutely. And people are, oh, I've done that. And meanwhile, they, they still have amalgam fillings putting mercury into their brain. It's like, oh, right. what? Yeah. Right. So anyways, that, that's one pitfall. I mean, the other's mold. Mm -hmm. um, we've done a lot of shows on it because- it's deadly. I mean, mold is one of those things that, listen, I, I'd be the first to say small amounts of mold. I'd argue it's good for you. You know, it, so in it's your shower, first. if someone's seeing a little mold in their shower, should they be free? Yeah, right, right. Even, you know, walking into a moldy building, if you're healthy, arguably, hey, a little mold helps your microbiome and it's actually mm -hmm. healthy. Uh, that's my attitude now. It's like, hey, mold's good for me. But, not going to bioaccumulate for one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But again, because everyone always like, well, the mold's everywhere. They're right. But when you're living in a, a amplified moldy building, it changes everything. You know, it, we're not as human. We're meant to be around mold as humans, and arguably it's good for you. But we're not meant to be in a building with one species of mold being dominant, like Stachybotrys or another one. And then all of a sudden, it triggers uh, the brain to protect itself, and now you're in this massive inflammatory state. So I would say mold is always. Uh, you know, miss missed in some respects because people go, I don't see mold. You know, it's like, well, it's behind your wall. Of course you don't, right? Yeah. Um, and then of course, there's a very specific strategy to get rid of it. And then the last one is hidden infections. I would say this is the one that's missed the most, right? Because these hidden infections most often are here and people had wisdom teeth or teeth extracted and they have something called a cavitation. Look, the test you can take that you should is called a cone beam, C-O-N-E-B-E-A-M. 
It's a 3D scan of the jaw. You don't see these things on x-ray. That's why they're missed by most dentists. And most dentists aren't trained in identifying them on cone beam. Or they don't even know about it. And they definitely don't know what to do to get that, uh, this infection out safely or even post-surgery to get it out safely. But actually, how many people do we see that are just so sick? Autoimmune won't turn off because of one of these infections. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And a lot of dentists, like you said, are just not skilled at identifying them or they'll tell them, oh, I did a, an x-ray and I didn't see any infections. And it really, it has to be a cone beam. There's nothing else. That yeah. Identifies. And then their dentist will order them a cone beam and then they take it to the dentist. He looks at it as a plain film or he doesn't even know what he's looking because you need special software. Yeah. You know, so you, you definitely have to. Uh, episode 274, right? That's, um, I interviewed Dr. Jerry Curatola about cavitation. Um, and I, my wife is, you'll see her in the dental chair there and, you know, what we discovered, you'll see her cone beam in that episode. So, but, uh, you know, and, and again, I, what we do um, after this is critical because these infections are typically systemic. And by the way, when we talk about people not being able to fix the gut, the oral oh, yeah. microbiome is critical to the, uh, the gut microbiome. And you can't fix this without addressing this. So you could do all of these, the best therapies, treatments in the world for the gut. But if these pa uh, pathogens um, are hiding in these caves, these infections, and by the way, they have no pain most often. You don't but know they they're there. Yeah. yeah. You, you had them. Tell, matter I, of fact, tell your story yeah, very quickly. I had, yeah, I had four cavitations. I didn't feel anything. I never noticed anything was wrong. I never felt like puffy or inflamed or anything like that. But looking back, I had four wisdom teeth pulled when I was probably 19, 20 years old. And at the time I was really infected. I went on major antibiotics after my surgery back then. And I just knew that there was no way that they were healed properly. I just knew it. So I got a cone beam. Sure enough, I had four really deep cavitations and went to a very skilled dentist and got them taken care of. And, you know, the pathology report came back. You saw it. There was definitely some mold and candida. And yeah. Uh, by the way, that's it. We can take a pathology report and look at the different pathogens. You know, look, I, I mean, I don't even think we've had this conversation because this is actually recent that you just got that. How long ago was it now? Two, Two months. months, I think. Yeah, not yeah. that long ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah um, so looking at your history um, that you could speak to a little bit, how did that, how do you feel that applied? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I mean, you have your own passion of why you're in this example, I've always had gut issues, always. And I could never figure, I've, oh, I've done all the fasting. I do, you know, lots of, you know, rotating of different diets. I eat gluten-free, I eat grain-free. I was like, what is, why can I miss my gut always a mess? And I really think everything was just up here. I remember you saying once, you can't heal the gut if you don't address infections in your mouth. And that's when the light bulb went off. And I was like, I know that's it. I know that's why, like, I can take, all the gut supplements and nothing, nothing yeah. is getting to my gut. What's changed? I, I literally haven't even asked you this question. I know. Yet, you, not, you and I are so busy. We're always like back and forth on. I know. We don't yeah, talk like about so. ourselves. I know. No, my gut. I mean, even in the two months since, I mean, I did a, an amazing infection protocol, your infection protocol after my surgery. I mean, seriously, just in two months, my gut is so much better. Like I'm just not getting the bloating. I'm not getting, I just don't feel the dysbiosis anymore. Like it really feels like I've done a lot of healing just in yeah. a couple yeah. of months of just clearing out. And clearly it was all stemming from my mouth. So yeah. it's crazy. You, know, the, the, uh, you, you went to a really good guy. Uh, you know, the surgery has to be done. And I, I, you know, 
surgery. It's now they do it with lasers. I mean, it's pretty amazing what they do. It was, it wasn't terrible. See, I was walking around New York after mine. I mean, honestly, so yeah. Yeah, I didn't take any medications. I mean, she just gave me a tiny local anesthetic and I was home within, I was like home, back home within two hours. So yeah, yeah, Yeah. it was easy. It wasn't. Yeah, but yet it's so, it's so critical and missed, right? And when we look at drivers of uh, autoimmune, I, I, I would almost put infection at the top. And, mm-hmm. and again, you know, you didn't know you had those. I didn't know. And so many people in the, you know, alternative health space, they never even were checked, you know, and then you have the opposite. It's like dentists are, uh, they may do proper amalgam silver filling removal, but yet know very little about how to do that process, right? And caution folks, you know, make sure you go to someone who does this you know, lasers are the new treatment. Um, but also there's something called PRF where they take your own blood and it's a plasma rich fibrin where they put in there to actually make sure the bone heals again, because in the old way of doing it 50% of the time, you'd end up with a cavitation again and not knowing. And then most people are going, Oh, I, I did that. And they still have an infection driving their autoimmune. Um, so big, big. And then post you have to know what you're doing post because these bacteria can go systemic. They want to survive. And that's a, that's a problem as well. Yeah. So you can't really treat an infection until you remove the source, right? You can't just say, I think I have infections. Let's do a, an infection protocol. You, you just beat it back, right? You just, and, and you may go, yeah, but I do that. And I address my parasites and I feel better. But again, we find, I just saw a path report uh, this week and it had parasites in it. Right. So it's like, you know, no wonder you can't get rid of them down here. Candida, right. Candida, you know, even protects itself in and around heavy metals. I I could never get rid of my candida until I got my heavy metals down. So exactly. I mean, I think it's very in vogue also in our space to do these pathogen protocols. But if you have one of these upstream sources, uh, it's, it's just, I don't want to say it's a waste of time because Sometimes you just have to knock back the infection, Absolutely. but it's not going to be a lasting result is the right. point. Absolutely. Yeah. Even, and we've had full episodes about this, but even breast implants too, right? Like you can have mm-hmm. a lot of fungus and mold in your breast implants and infections and, you know, it could just be a major source that is. You know, I, I, you bring up two, you just brought up one other big problem today, right? It's, it's not one of the three, but, you know, breast implants house all three of the things I just said, meaning they have hidden infection is another source, you know, beyond the mouth. Um, and by the way, if, it, if it's here, now it's going to be here because they can hide from the immune system. Um, they have heavy metals. You know, if you get your, um, the, the, the company that makes your implant, uh, look at the ingredients, heavy metals will be there. And it's bizarre, but it's loaded with mercury, lead, arsenic. I mean, all of these like bizarre heavy metals. Um, and then uh, it also has mold. These things produce mold around them in the capsule. Mm-hmm. So we've done several uh, cell healing TVs. Um, if you're someone sick wondering, could this be it? Watch those. Because don't hear it from me. Yeah. Hear it from a woman who had breast implants and discovered it was killing. You know, it's one of the time we see quick, quick turnaround. When people, when women get their explants, we're just like, they feel, they can sometimes feel better within a couple of days, like even just post-surgery, just like they know that was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's remarkable. It's like cavitation too. Some people have that immediate response in the chair. Some people have, right. And likewise with breast implants, some people like on the recovery table are like, 
they start having their period again. I mean, it's like, you know, these, these yeah. Yeah. Uh, breakthroughs. Have. No, not always though. Sometimes it, until it's, we get down the road because they have so much bioaccumulated toxin until we get down the road with getting the toxins out of the mm -hmm. deep tissue um, until they get their life back. But sometimes when you just remove a source, get out of a moldy home, whatever it is, you, know, you just immediately take that step of like, oh my gosh, I'm reconnected to my body again. You know, but by the way, this is, I think the problem, even with alternative healthcare today is that they're not looking for cause. They're nope. doing all the, the expensive, fancy tests, mm -hmm. putting people on more supplements, but it's like, you know, we yeah. didn't get our life back by, you know, nope. taking supplements. I mean, again, I'm not knocking supplements. I give them for goodness sakes. But the point is, is it's about the cause, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And something to remember too, I think, you know, there are things you'll make, you might make some progress. You might have like the right kind of surgery, or you might address, remove some sort of source and you might start to feel a little bit better, but detoxing, you know, healing isn't linear, right? You're not going to just start feeling better and better and better. There's definitely a, a zigzag as you reach your goal. And so, you know, do, doing your multi-therapeutic approach, you're never going to create new issues by going through your healing protocols, but you might expose existing issues, right? Things that yeah. have like candida and other things that have been hiding. So you might, you know, uncover things as you're healing along the yeah. way. And then you have to address those too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah you know, and I, I think you're, you're right though. You know, it's like when we look at um, all of the things people are doing mm -hmm. to get their life back, I would say most people are saying, I changed my diet. I'm still not well. All right. Okay. Well, I always say that the perfect diet today, you know, most people's conditions won't get you well. You know, you might not get well without a perfect diet and whatever we call perfect diet, because I preach diet variation. But yeah. the point is, is that diet change, yes, important, but it's, it's not enough today. In the old days, it was like, that's how people would lose weight. That's how people would help their, you know, XYZ symptom or condition. But today it's not enough because the level of neurotoxicity, you know, when something else has happened in our environment, I would say two more things have happened in our environment. That's why this is the case, okay? Number one, okay, people aren't getting to the cause and we just discussed that. But there's some other complicating issues. EMFs today, uh, the electromagnetic fields and this introduction is new to our body. And again, I believe our bodies one day will adapt to the level, right? But the point is, is that right now, it's just that extra stressor. Now, again, think about what I said. Is EMF affecting you? Maybe not. But when your bucket is almost full or overflowing, now EMF becomes that like, okay, it's one more stress that your body should adapt to, mm -hmm. but it's not, right? So it's the inability to adapt to stress that once your bucket is full, that you now becomes the issue. So once your bucket gets like this, now you don't even adapt to emotional stress anymore. Even physical stress, when you start doing hard workouts, you're wiped out for days, you know, or EMF all of it's stress to your cells that your body, if it adapts to, you get stronger, it's better. But yeah. if you don't, you mm -hmm. get weaker and you end up more sick, right? So EMF, and I also, there's more and more science around these infections. Why so many people now are being involved, uh, affected by infections? We believe it is this EMF connection. Now, if you have silver fillings in or metal in your mouth, this is now an antenna to electromagnetic oh frequency yeah. and these infections can literally survive and hide there from your immune system that's avoiding this thing so the emf has made this infection problem worse it's made uh people just even you know one more step 
into the perfect storm. And there's one more problem today, glyphosate. It's a chemical being sprayed on our food supply that according to studies is allowing these neurotoxins that we've been speaking about to cross deeper into the brain. If you have infection, it becomes a bigger problem. Heavy metals, 2012 study, um, you know, uh, Stephanie Seneff showed that glyphosate opens up the blood brain barrier and these toxins go right into the brain. And that's why I said in the beginning, if we don't get the neurotoxins out, we don't fix this, we don't fix us, right? So EMF, glyphosate in these hidden sources, this is why America, the world is so sick. Oh, now, now we add another component of what's going on today. And at the risk of getting this shut down, right? If you're someone who is questioning, you know, getting the, I, I'm not going to say it because I don't want to get it shut down. We'll just say a jab or something of that sort. Yeah. Okay. We, we know um, what you mean. Yeah. Do your homework yes. because we're altering Im immunity. We're altering the way the human body's immune system works. And when you violate that, I'm telling you, not yet, but what the not mean, but the, the experts are saying what's going to happen a year from now mm. could be catastrophic and autoimmune could go to a level that could change humanity. That's what's disturbing. It is. It is. It's scary. And we are so blessed to have you because we need this information now more than ever. So, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Pampa. This has just been really helpful. It's always good to kind of just go back to the, just your core of just your amazing knowledge and what, you know, where everything stems from that you do. Mm -hmm. So, awesome. Yeah. Well, no one brings me through the interview better than you because you know it. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> do. I do, but I still love hearing about it and I learn something new every time. So no. yeah. Well, thanks so much. And thank you everybody for joining. Have a good one. Hey, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Cyto Detox. Look, podcasts cost money. There's a lot of production uh, going around this, but uh, we are grateful to have Cyto Detox as one of the sponsors. It's so easy for me to talk about the product because myself and my family use it constantly as we practice what I preach for over 15 years. I've talked about and taught doctors and the public about cellular detox. And I'll tell you, Cyto was a breakthrough. Cyto was a breakthrough for us um, and it's changed so many lives. So we're grateful that they sponsor Cellular Healing TV. It makes sense, doesn't it? They should. If you're listening to this podcast and want to access the amazing Cyto Detox product Dr. Pompa just mentioned, please visit detoxoffer.com. Again, that's detoxoffer.com. Well, that's it for this week. The materials and content within this podcast are intended as general information only and are not to be considered a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you would like to purchase some of the supplements mentioned on this show, please visit the site as seen on chtv.com and use the code CHTV15 for 15% off. Again, that's as seen on chtv.com. Use the code CHTV15 for 15% off. And as always, thanks for listening.